he said, oh, by the way, yeah, your tumor was really interesting. It had a couple different cell types and I'm going to be studying it for a long time. And I asked him why, and he said, I want to study why yours came out so much easier than other people. And in that moment, I know that the, the divine was talking to me that if I had not done all that work and embraced these principles, sure, I would still have maybe survived the surgery, but maybe I would have had a harder surgery or a harder outcome. Girl, you've got questions. Questions about your body and how to feel good in it, about your hormones and how to keep them in check. Questions about your sex life and your whole health. Can you imagine having a best girlfriend who was also a triple board certified OBGYN? A girlfriend doctor you could call and ask or tell her anything. Someone who could show you how to live any stage of life before, during, or after menopause in a big, bold, and beautiful way. Well, friends, I'm your girlfriend doctor. I believe you were meant to flourish and shine, to embrace life and awaken to all its possibilities. Let's get there together. Welcome to our show. When I was in medical school, I was studying both biology and psychology. And my psychology professor came to me and he said, Anna, you are burning the candle at both ends because I was working also 30 hours a week, double major, minor in French, and volunteering in the psychology research department doing some mental health research. And so my psychology professor, Dr. Rideout, said, choose one major, stick with that. And I said, how do you separate the two? <laughs> how do you separate biology from psychology? At that point, I was fascinated with biofeedback. Like, what is your body telling you and being really in touch with it and how mind over matter, how did, how does that work? In the Bible, it talks about continuous renewal of the mind. And what exactly does that mean? And how does that affect our body? Also, biblically, it says our body is the temple of our spirit. The Greek for the word temple is actually cathedral. The word represents the cathedral of our spirit. And I really like thinking of our body as a cathedral <laughs> anyway, because you've been to any foreign country and been in 500-year-old cathedrals, you'll know that a good cathedral requires a good foundation and constant renovation, <laughs> and our body does too. What I've been really fascinated in working on through my own history of trauma, I can think, okay, I've got my hormones dialed in, I'm doing my work. I was so fascinated with the energy piece of our body, the spirit, the spiritual piece of our body, the energy, the soul in our mindset, our source, and how we're connected to source. And that has led me deep into the study of the mystics, some of the amazing martyrs and mystics that have been in religions throughout history. And currently, also the work of Dr. Joe Dispenza. I recently went to a week retreat and forced myself into the meditations. I was so glad that in his work, he does walking meditation, 6 a.m., albeit, but walking meditations. And I thought that, that was great for me because movement was really, really helpful and it eased me into many of these meditations and the thought processes involved and just talking to other physicians in the space that were similarly interested in experimenting on this work and how it could really help with healing. There's a, a subset that 
he has developed called coherence healing groups where through love meditation changing the energy the vibrations and frequency creates a healing energy and measuring that to look at actual healing and reversal of some disease processes and i find this really fascinating so today on the girlfriend doctor show if you're in game with me I want to delve a little bit more into this with a dear friend of mine who's also a physician. Her name is Dr. Christine Schaffner. She's a board-certified naturopathic doctor who's helped thousand people recover from chronic or complex illnesses. She is an amazing bright light herself. She finished her undergraduate studies in psychology at the University of Virginia in Charlottesville and then went on to earn her doctorate at Bastyr University. She really has a mission to help people heal and using all kinds of amazing modalities. So I'd like to bring her in today to share with you about coherence healing and the work of coherence and how quantum physics and science plays a part in our body's ability to heal. Welcome, Christine, to The Girlfriend Doctor Show. Oh, thank you so much for having me. How did you get interested in this work? And tell us what is coherence and why should we pay attention to it? Yeah, I have always been fascinated with really the spiritual aspects of life and the metaphysical aspects of life. And through my own life story, I've really been able to taste those experiences within my own life more and more. And like you, I'm sure you've seen so many patients over the years, and I see a lot of patients who struggle, really struggle by the time they come to a doctor like ourselves. They've been maybe sick for a decade or they've been out of life for way too long. And by the time they come to us, but still a few years of a road and it's very laborious and there's a lot going on to get them better. And I've always been so excited that I've been able to give them solutions and tools, but also uh, frustrated that why does this have to take so long? Can we find a way to accelerate their path or give them some more ease throughout their path of struggle and suffering? Can we find a more elegant solution? And then when I started learning about really quantum physics and the realm of bioenergetics and biophysics, I really feel that this is the future of medicine and then more and more of us are getting a download which i love and naturopathic medicine and bioregulatory medicine and functional medicine have all served this beautiful foundation but i think really to meet the you know modern illnesses of our time we have to think out the outside of the box and bring these principles in and there's a gift in learning about this part of how we're wired to heal I know you have a strong spiritual connection and whoever's listening, whatever that looks like, I think this is the language of the divine, right? And this is the science of how we are spiritually wired to heal. And wherever you sit with this conversation, you can just go into the science or go into the spirituality and see how they weave. So I'm really passionate. I consider myself a student, but I definitely have gone down the rabbit hole and 
when you study this way of looking at the body, I, I just want to maybe start with a few concepts that will lead into coherence pretty easily so we can have a visuals. Obviously, we know we probably have all studied biochemistry when we were in grade school. And then if you've gone to medical school, you've really studied biochemistry and there's a whole of arms of medicine around biochemistry and biochemistry is fascinating. It's definitely part of our physiology. But we also have um, this electromagnetic field that we generate, and modern science knows this. We have a very strong electromagnetic field that is generated from the heart. Uh, we measure this um, in modern conventional medicine with e the EKG. So we have this strong electromagnetic field that is generated from the heart. We have electromagnetic fields um, that are generated in the brain. Um, so we know our body works like this. Um, we also are learning that our body communicates with light and photonic energy. That's a whole other conversation, but there's all of this other unseen communication that's happening in our uh, physical bodies. And when we think about the heart, so let's just stay with the heart because the heart is really, we could talk about the heart for this whole conversation. The heart is fascinating to me. And just, I've been working with Dr. Roland McCready. That's another name that also is in the Dr. Joe Dispenza world. They have done a lot of research together in the work of heart math. And what they have found is that when we have what we call a coherent heart rhythm, so a heart rhythm that is very ordered and a very, we call it a sine wave pattern, so very rhythmic, very ordered, we have a very like organized, strong electromagnetic field. And that electromagnetic field can communicate. Um, not only it organizes our own field and our own downstream um, interactions in our body, but we can communicate with each other with this energy. And we can modulate and regulate this rhythm with our emotions. And the work of heart math really shows when we are in positive generative emotions like love, appreciation, gratitude, we get that really a lovely heart opening, that coherent heart rhythm. We have a very strong heart coherence and that just, that energy goes to the brain and informs the brain as well. And so we get into this kind of connected state called heart-brain coherence. And there's many ramifications we can talk about and awesome things that happen when we're in this state. And then when we're in states of fear, anxiety, worry, those are natural. I mean, of course, we move through those emotions. The, the goal is just not to stay stuck in them, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and when we're in those emotional states, we are in very kind of disordered, incoherent, chaotic rhythms. And the more disorganized that energy is, the less efficient it is and the less that it can do to create a, you know, through line of communication within our body and between people. So that's like a very basic introduction into these concepts. And I was really inspired. I've been learning about this part of how we're wired to heal through my own summons and through going to Dr. Joe Dispenza myself and having personal experiences and sharing this with patients and watching their experiences. And my understanding has evolved that I wanted to create a whole summit around coherence and with Dr. McCready, who I was so excited that he said yes to it. And when we learn about coherence, coherence is this idea in biophysics of um, alignment, organization, where there's a uninterrupted flow of communication. 
And I can really share my thoughts about how we apply that, um, depending on where we want to go. But it's a principle that I believe the more that we have a language around and an understanding and tools to cultivate this within our own life, that's really the state where healing happens. So the connection of the mind and the heart, the brain and the heart connection, that this coherence that we're in this vibration pattern that's ordered, regulated, a symphonic mm-hmm. versus yeah, discordant and chaotic. Mm-hmm. And that really makes sense, right? When there's yeah. chaos in our life versus peace. Yeah, yeah. And we know that, right? From not even a physics standpoint. And heart brain coherence is like a really well studied and really great application. And this was all very exciting information. We learn all this science and really the heart informs the brain. There's more afferent connections going from the heart to the brain rather than the brain to the heart. There's 40,000 sensory neurites in the heart. The heart is really the great conductor of our body, our brain, and the fields around us. I, I really believe that. And the more I study this, and then You can think about coherence, um, not only between the heart and the brain, but I think there's coherence within systems in our body. And this concept too, beyond just the heart and the brain, when, when the body is communicated in an organized, rhythmic, harmonious whole, that's where, that's what health is. We know when there is isolation, compartmentalization, a breakdown of communication, entropy, senescence, that's where cancer happens or other diseases happen, right? So the goal of our physical bodies is to have this organized communication. And this is one lens to see that. And there's also coherence between people and the work of HeartMath, they're learning about um, coherence between the planet, Mother Earth, and ourselves. Mother Earth influences us so we can influence Mother Earth. So there's many kind of like applications of this beautiful, really way that we are wired to communicate in life. How have you seen this work in health and healing? Yeah, like you, I have um, gone to Dr. Joe Dispenza. That was probably my first observation of really like this profound application of this concept. I I went to my first Joe Dispenza retreat in 2021 when the world was really like shut down. It was really confusing. I was going through my own little mini apocalypse myself. And I was just really drawn. I was really led to that conference. It was like, I never even realized I signed up for an email. And I was very drawn when that email came in and I just said yes. And I I was just so amazed because what I and my first taste of that experience was from my doctor hat. Like I had never heard more testimonials of people healing from more terminal or no hope conditions. It's very normal if you've gone to one of these events. People from stage four cancer heal, people get out of wheelchairs, things that seem like miracles are commonplace in that. And I think it's really just allowing us to see life and healing from this different lens. And so I. Right. It's not fake. I mean, the science has shown medical records and other physicians and everyone's critical thinker that's listening here. Are you going to be here? really critical thinking. Of course, we all have that healthy skepticism. So I definitely have a healthy skepticism. And so it was very interesting for me. I had an experience with heart map. Again, as an obstetrician, we watch heart rate variability. Yeah. And as soon as we start seeing a fetal heart rate monitor strip go 
decline in heart rate variability, we're like, okay, we got to get this baby out. And then we never look at heart rate variability again. Yeah. But it's so important. And as I learned about heart math and the work they were doing at, at heart math with increasing heart rate variability and recognizing those of us who have had trauma, adverse childhood experiences, PTSD, high stress personalities, very sympathetic driven, have low heart rate variability. I wanted to get that back. I wanted to get that heart rate variability back. And, and that's when I first learned about the term coherence. And I was a guest presenter or, or workshop host for Mind Valley University when it was in Barcelona in 2017. And so I took heart map units with me and I had the these great people, parents and some kids, teenagers and elementary school kids get on the heart math. And this one young child, he was from, who is he from? Somewhere in East Eastern Africa, I'm not really sure, but he had the most amazing coherence waves. He would just sit there in a second and get into that. I've yet to achieve that. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it was so impressive that Again, that biofeedback too, when you're working, looking at something for wave patterns or mm -hmm. connecting the heart and the mind and getting into that. I don't know, how do you call that see it, feeling just a love and compassion mm -hmm. state is what I can address that too. And so at the healings, you can talk about this more, but it's the energy of, of being grateful, giving and loving and the desire to help that I think it's part of this healing energy that's created. So I would love for you to talk more about that when you know, yeah, part yeah, of and, and continue. Yeah. And, and yeah. please share some of your story, Christine, yeah. if you don't mind. Yeah, absolutely. And I just want to just reiterate that really beautiful point that you made around just how this is such a beautiful way to heal trauma. When we think about the heart has a direct uh, connection to the limbic brain or the amygdala. So by practicing um, these states, even if you're still working on healing, you start to repattern and give different messages to the brain to help you get out of that pattern that we all develop when we've been traumatized. And so the story that we're really painting for you who are listening is there's, of course, this really beautiful research that's going on around all of the things that we're sharing to back up scientifically what we're seeing. And I'm coming from a clinical mindset. I'm always biased to, okay, I see all of these people in front of me who are looking for answers, looking for a path forward. And if I can accelerate and ease their path in any way, I am, I'm doing my job. And I've invited a lot of my patients to do this work through intention, through coherence healings, through other more scientific kind of bio application of different biohacking devices that add coherent energy to the body. So there's many paths us to do this, but there's there's a few stories that can illustrate this. But since you asked, I'll, I'll share through this journey in, in a short time of learning this work, we all have our own personal experiences that really <laughs> call us to learn more of this work on a deeper level. And in 2022, I, I found out that I had a benign but very large pituitary macroadenoma that was 3.2 centimeters. And we had desired to have another child and I wasn't getting pregnant and I just, uh, we decided to go to a doctor and I had an MRI workup and I was very stressed out at the time. My life was changing. There was a lot of different factors that I was just ignoring. This is stress. Once I get through something, 
well, I'll be in a different state. And however, what the MRI revealed quickly was that I had this large pituitary tumor that was going to need surgery. And here I am, a naturopathic doctor who teaches people like all about the glymphatic system and detoxing their brain <laughs> that I was faced that I had to meet a neurosurgeon and everything lined up. I had a very lovely neurosurgeon, thank God, who did 400 of these surgeries a year, but I only had two weeks to prepare. And as we know in medicine, two weeks is not a lot of time to change things on a, like a biochemical level. And there's a saying that Dr. Dispenza says that just has struck me to a core that I keep on thinking about. And it says to matter, to change matter with matter takes time, but when you change the field, you change matter. So I have a lot of dear friends and colleagues who are in this quest of understanding all of these concepts. And I just really sought, you know, tools on the energetic realm. So I had a few energy healers work with me. My dear friends circled around me. I did actually a doctor, a Joe Dispenso coherence healing. I was taking care of my body. I was meditating. So if you're listening to me and you're faced with something like this, you have a moment, right? You have a moment with complete fear. I have a five, now five-year-old daughter. I'm a mom, so I have that whole layer in the story too. And you have that moment where you just are like, why me? This is so scary. How is this going to work? My mind was going everywhere. And then you have a choice, right? And you have a choice on how you're going to move through it. And I, I really decided this is my time to experience whether or not these concepts have weight in them. And so we did all this work and we were all like really working on visualizing the tumor coming out easily and my recovery being very smooth. And so I had the surgery, they go through your nose if you're wondering, it's pretty wild. I'm so grateful that there is a form of medicine and people dedicate their life to this. And this all came to the validation, my experience when I went to my neurosurgeon's follow-up one month after my surgery. And I asked him about the pathology report and I had donated my tumor to research just because it was at a university hospital. And I thought, why not? And he said, oh, by the way, yeah, your tumor was really interesting. It had a couple different cell types and I'm going to be studying it for a long time. And I asked him why. And he said, I want to study why yours came out so much easier than other people. And in that moment, I know that the, the divine was talking to me that if I had not done all that work and embraced these principles, sure, I would still have maybe survived the surgery, but maybe I would have had a harder surgery or a harder outcome. These concepts matter is what I'm trying to say. And I had that in my own life experience. And then that you know, reaffirmation, right? Yeah, it was you were unique yeah. where this came yeah. out so easy. It wasn't a, like attached, embedded. Yeah. And yeah, so that, yeah. that was affirmation to you. Yeah, that was affirmation. And I continue to not only witness through being part of this community and being really excited, but I have this story that I'm allowed to say because she was on my podcast too. This woman, Julia, she came to me and she, as a patient, and I don't even treat cancer, but she knew of my work and she came and she lived locally and she had really progressed stage four cancer. Like one of the sickest people I've seen in person, like tumor, collapsed lung, very like weeping edema when you have so much edema, like you have fluid coming out of your legs. 
And she, I was very worried, right? In my medical brain, she's terminal from stage four cancer. I can't believe she's not doing treatment. Oh my God, what is she doing? Why is she in my office? Like all of these things. But the other part of me is, wow, like she really believes she's going to get through this. And I've been studying this and like, why am I going to be the one after studying all this to tell her she's not going to get better? I'm not putting that in her field. And at the time I had a woman who was doing my discovery call. She's part of one of the authorized healing groups, which are these just like beautiful volunteers who just heal people all day long. Fast forward, she was doing treatment and all of this stuff that she decided to do one of these coherence healings. And she also had friends doing intention circles and things for her. But there was especially this one healing that she had that literally her whole being like changed. We saw a, a a picture of her um, and there was like a light back in her body that she looked different. And when we did the recording, she said she did a few of these of my podcasts and she basically, she graduated out of hospice, her tumor shrank, her lung healed, her edema was resolving and she was on a completely different trajectory if we just put her on that conveyor belt of you have a terminal diagnosis, this is the path, this is the way and so forth. And so I'm not trying to ever play God in these situations. I'm just trying to share, hey, if there is a desire within somebody and willingness, because this isn't for the faint of heart either. This takes a lot of faith and a lot of trust and a lot of showing up and willing to receive. There is a path and there are people who are braving the way and the, the frontier. And I think this is just a modern lens for ancient principles. I'm sure there's a lot of ancient texts between the Bible and other traditions that share with us this, this fascinating part of being alive and human. We just get really trapped in our kind of thinking of what's possible. And I'm a big believer not to say, oh, your emotions made you sick. Maybe there's truth in that. But like when you get to this point, it's who knows? I don't know why I had a brain tumor. I don't, I could think about all this all day long, but it's the choice you have on how to move through it. And if our thoughts are really this powerful and our heart is really this powerful and our connection is always there, I'm really exciting, excited about this. And I really think, especially us in the alternative kind of medical system, I really feel like this has to be part of the healing equation and it's all kind of shaping, but we not only have to do all the things that we do, but give people the language and uh, the resources, if this is what they want to explore, to experience this. And so I'm really excited. I, I think we're just getting started to try to even wrap our mind around like why and how and who and all of the things, but it's, it's working and it's a really, really exciting time. Empowering. Yeah. To be able yeah. to give this and, and share this, it's empowering. Look, it's not terminal. Yeah. Right, you know, how we want to live today, how we can live today. Here's another tool that we can use to feel empowered, to feel mm -hmm. in charge, to have that ownership of our body. Now, are there some practices? Like, what can you give our audience to Absolutely. play with the coherence? Yeah. Yeah. I think about it as a few different layers. But for the purposes of our talk, I think there's, again, this This is from hard math. They're just these simple rituals that you can make time for in your life. And really, you can 
whether you go through the heart math exercises or the Joe Dispenza meditations, whatever it is, um, it always starts with um, you feeling like you're in a very safe space, whatever that space is for you. I always pick the space, the same space in my house because it's just routine and it builds energy, I believe, in that space as well. And you want to really start with your breath, just really allowing your body to get very present and very grounded. So just really some deep breathing can get you there very quickly. And then the easiest way, I think, to generate these emotions are to bring a visualization of somebody you love, right? Somebody who's very dear to you. Like I always, when I start these things, I'm always thinking of my daughter and my family. And I can just really always just start to feel like my heart expand. And I, staying in those states are really health promoting and also just open you up to this ability to be in this present moment. And I believe we live all day in our heads, which is really amazing. We have these beautiful brains. But if we can give just more time and more energy to this really beautiful part of how we are wired to connect and we're wired to heal and that it's really our heart, I think running the show at the end of the day, um, when sitting in this space and really can feel into ourselves, our deepest desires, our each other, this is really where I think we're called to heal from and connect from. And it takes a lot of courage, I think. It can be scary when you haven't sat with yourself in that way. It's also very just opening, like how much love you have that's within you, right? Which is very um, beautiful. And then what do you do with that love? How you can turn that inward or through like how these people use it to heal other people. And so I think my recommendation is just really starting to get to know this part of yourself. And then if if you're committed to this in any way, shape or form, your path will very much be attracted to you, whether it's, again, the work of Heart Math or the work of Joe Dispenza or, or all these other beautiful luminaries or religion or whatever speaks to you, there is a way to really just really cultivate this really beautiful heart space that we have. And it not only what heals each other, it, it really heals our bodies. I, I really have seen it and I've experienced it and it, it's really exciting to see where all this goes. Yeah, it's beautiful to see. And it's again, it's empowering. And I think that's yeah. what I want. I want people to take the power back and to yeah. just sit in that space of love and compassion and joy and mm -hmm. gratitude and to get there more often. And yeah. these are all hormones of oxytocin. And yes. oxytocin is the most powerful hormone in our body. In heart math, with increasing her variability, we see an increase in oxytocin. I imagine Christine, in your summit, did you talk much about oxytocin? Roland did half the interviews and I did half the interviews. And I'm pretty sure that there was conversation. He, he interviewed a lot of researchers, right? So it was very exciting. But yes, I think that is a really great point. And that's such a big part of your work, right? The oxytocin is, it's fascinating how it heals our body on so many levels, right? It's and, the most powerful hormone in our body. Yeah, it really is. And we yeah. talk about like when you're meditating and getting to the state of I think it's DMT that's released. Yeah. That yeah. gives you can give you visual images, mm -hmm. but it's a very powerful energetic hormone as well. Mm -hmm. That's in in micro drops, right? In micro yeah. drops can be powerful. 
And that many people when doing this work can get into that, like the mystics, right? To see the yeah. visuals and visions and connection to source, connection to love, a good feeling, what that feels like. And all of us could use a little more of that. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> I love that. One of Joe's quotes, right, is we have a pharmacy within us. You know, there's- I love that. Yeah, yeah, I love that. More powerful than anything that we can create. Christine, mm -hmm. tell our audience how they can get a hold of you and also to catch the the science and the more information on the Coherent Summit. Oh, thank you. So I have a clinic in Seattle. It's called Eminence Health. Eminence means the divine within. And we do telemedicine and we see people in person and do all this fun stuff. And I have a podcast as well. You can find that on drchristineschaffner.com. And then um, our summit's gonna be called, it's called the Art and Science of Cultivating Coherence. And it airs the end of October. So be on the lookout for that as well. Thank you. Thanks for being here today. And to all of you, so a practice of love and gratitude, a practice of just connecting your heart, connecting with your heart. I know I felt like, oh man, my heart can be so deceitful, taking me down these wrong routes sometimes. <laughs> and sort of the mind, please lead my heart, right? Yeah. And the other way around, the heart lead my mind, but without interference. To yes. be really truly connected, what is resonating love and goodness and generosity and kindness and is a gift to you to touch more with that energy and to just play with us, to experience mm -hmm. more. 